Um, this week we started learning the Parsha Shalach. It's always uh, fascinating to read the story. Uh, on one hand, uh, we know right in the beginning, we know that Hashem wasn't so pleased from this whole uh, idea of sending people to search out and to, as the Pesach right always begins, Rashi translates that when it says Shlach Lecha, means, Lecha means on your, on your idea, which means God is sort of saying, I told them it's a beautiful land, I told them that it's something the best, and now they need to go ahead and and check it out. So God Lachatchila wasn't so happy with this whole thing. And when it says in the Pasuk later on, it says Alpi Hashem by the mouth of God, Rashi says it doesn't mean that God sent them, but it means Alpi Hashem, God didn't prevent them. God allowed them to go ahead and do this. But we see somehow there was something wrong with this whole thing to begin with. Because also right in the beginning in the Chumash we read in the first Parsha, one of the uh, people that was appointed was Yeshua bin Nun. So we find right away that he called Yehoshua bin Nun, he called him Yehoshua. Why did he call him Yehoshua? Because Yudke, Yeshiachomatzas, may Hashem protect you from the advice of the spies. So that means that there was something going on right then and there. Further, we learned later on in the Pasik, it says they went up by Negev, they went from the south. It says, Vayelchu, and they went, who's they? All the spies. But then it says, Vayavoy, and he came in a singular, who's he? Rashi says only Kolev went there. Why did Kolev go? Rashi says Kolev went to the city of Hebron, so that he can pray at the graveside of the Ovis. So, where was Yoshua? The Gemara says, well, Yoshua didn't need any special prayers because Moshe already prayed for him. So it seems like they needed prayers right away. And yet, on the other hand, the Posix identifies them as Kula Manoshim. What does it mean they were all men? It doesn't mean they were men, they weren't women. Kula Manoshim means, Rashi explains that they were men of stature, they were important people. And Rashi also says, That at that time, when he sent them, they were proper, they were fit, they were kosher people, they weren't just uh, people that were sort of looking to do bad. So we find this, somehow this is a little bit of a contradiction. Uh, on one hand, we say that they were people that uh, were righteous people at the time. Moshe Rabbeinu, we understand, would not just choose people who were not uh, fitting people to go and do the job. Um, and also, the Gemara actually translates, the Gemara says that all the names of the spies also identify about who they really were. The Gemara says all the names of the spies identify their character, how they, their approach to things. 
The Gemara says that there's only two of them that we know, uh, that we can, uh, we really know. The Gemara explains two of them, but they're also in a derogatory way. The Gemara explains their names of some of the Nachbi Susur ben Michoel, Nachbi ben Vafsi, as the Gemara translates Misach Tesoita. The Gemara goes through and gives us a little bit of insight in their names. So, what's what's the what's going on about it over here? So, one of the interpretations, the commentaries, and uh, the Rebbe brings it down also in his Sichas, is the idea that Moshe Rabbeinu wanted the people to go to Eretz Yisrael not just based on their emuna, not just because they believed in God, that God tells them it's a good place. He wanted them to be able to appreciate it so that also in the intellectual level they will be able to have a, a good sense, a good feeling about going to Eretz Yisrael that they can actually see and they can actually be excited about it on a very physical and a very material level too. So basically that was something which Hashem allows for the person to do and like everything else which a person has the freedom of choice once you start using your intellect once you start basing things on your own rationale then there could be problems over there why because the rationale one's intellect can be swayed and one can understand things differently depending upon how his feeling about things is. We know like for example it says If one takes bribe it blinds his eyes which means he gets a natural, he gets a his intellect goes in that way. A rabbi who received a bribe will follow not because he will under he, he wants to misjudge but he will naturally be, his mind will change he will start thinking differently. So, even when we're told to use our intellect, that we're supposed to understand things, but still, the fundamental and the basis always has to be the amuna. So, in other words, it has to know, we have to know that what Hashem says is the correct way. If Hashem says it's a good place, it is a good place. If you're trying to also understand that, then, but as long as you're anchored into that conviction that it is a good place, then you will also understand that intellectually how it is a good place. But if you are going to purely uh, base things on your intellect, then unfortunately your intellect will go in the wrong, could go very the wrong direction. As we see, the Gemara relates that one of the reports they gave back was, he says, this is a land that eats its inhabitants. What happened? Because whenever they came to a certain place, the people were burying the dead. Everybody was eulogizing. Hashem says, well, I did it for their benefit. So that the people should be preoccupied with their eulogies, with their burials. And then they won't look after the spies, so they won't catch them. But they misinterpreted it, and they said, look, wherever we're going, there's always uh, people dying, because there's always eulogies over there. So you see here, writing this thing, Hashem says, I did it 
and they went and switched it on Lerot. Same thing is with the intellect. Always you got to be very careful because sometimes, you know, you misinterpret things and you interpret it the wrong ways and you come to the wrong conclusions. And the same thing is with the spies. They weren't sent to back a report, yes or no. That weren't asked that. They were just sent in order to bring back the best how and that we will. It wasn't a question. Moshe Rabbeinu did not send the spies for them to come back with a uh, report. Uh, is this doable or is this not doable? That wasn't the question. Of course, they were going to Eretz That was the whole thing. They were going to Eretz There's no question that they're going to that they could. Sending the spies was just a way of how is the easiest and the best way to go ahead and do so. That was the question. But you see, what did they come back with the report? They didn't remain faithful. They missed that anchor in that. So that means, that doesn't mean that they were bad people at the time. They were Taki Kishirim. But they relied totally on their intellect. And that's why they went later on and they made a mistake. And, you know, as we know the result, that they spent 40 years in the desert. Now, of course, according to the Kabbalah, Yidin were in the desert, they were there they were there uh, purifying all the sparks and we know as the Pasik says earlier that sometimes the uh, Mishkan rested, sometimes it traveled, sometimes it rested for a day, sometimes for two days, sometimes for a year and sometimes because the different sparks have different ways according to the, the way they are nisbarer, uh, the way you purify them, and they require different things. Apparently, uh, the 40 years were still necessary because that's what the Yidden spent it. We still had work to do. Some of the work maybe became necessary since the Yidden didn't, uh, weren't ready to go right up. The spies did happen, or Hashem orchestrated it, whatever, in either way. But yet, it, it is clearly, one thing is clearly, even though Rashi says in, in Medrash, you say in the Gemara, that they were supposed to go right in Eretz Yisrael, so why does Hashem give them the instructions sometimes a day, sometimes a year? They weren't going to stay long in, they were going to go straight into Eretz Yisrael. Is the Chasimen, that that from the beginning, it was somehow, the Yidin had a destiny, and they had a journey, and they had a time, and they had a reason, according to the uh, the ways and be known only to Hashem what they had to do, what they had to accomplish it came out, it was uh, orchestrated by Hashem and it was, the circumstances brought it to such through the Maraglim, etc. but this was all a preparation for them to go into Eretz Yisrael to be able to take long with